Welcome to Solicited Advice to Live Your Best Life. I'm your host, Kate Hess. You're in the right place if you're tired of feeling stressed, anxious, and overwhelmed, or if your critical inner voice is the loudest voice in your head. Join me each week for actionable, healthful, and healing habits based in mental and emotional hygiene practices to help you turn your self-criticism into self-love. And along the way, bring more freedom, serenity, resilience, and joy into your life. I'm a mental and emotional hygiene coach, and I'm thrilled to join you each week to answer your questions and help you live your best life. Thank you so much for joining me today. Today's questioner asks, I feel so overwhelmed by everything on my to-do list. It just keeps getting longer, and I have no idea how I'll ever get caught up. First, I want to acknowledge how you're feeling and let you know you are not alone. There were times when my to-do list was several pages long, and that was just my work tasks. Before we start talking about how to tackle your to-do list, let's first talk about getting out of the overwhelm. I know this sounds counterintuitive. We tend to think, once my to-do list starts getting smaller, I'll be less overwhelmed. But the thing is that when you're overwhelmed, you've shifted into a sympathetic nervous system response. This is often called the fight, flight, or freeze response. And a physiological fact is that in this state, your logic and reasoning centers in the brain go offline. I'll link to a blog post in the show notes that goes into depth on this connection if you want to learn more about it. For now, what's really important to keep in mind is the more overwhelmed you are, the less efficient you are, because you're not able to think clearly and creatively to find solutions to problems or easier ways to take care of things. So before we dive into addressing your to-do list, let's take three audible exhales together. These slow conscious breaths are a signal to your body to shift out of sympathetic nervous system and into your parasympathetic nervous system, which is your rest and digest mode. And that shift brings your logic and reasoning centers back online and ramps up your creative problem solving. Here we go. Inhaling through the nose. Take a long, full inhale. Feeling the belly expand as the breath fills the body. And open your mouth and let it out with an audible. (sighs) Inhaling again. Breath filling the belly. Perhaps your rib cage expands. And open your mouth and let it all out. (sighs) And once more, inhaling fully. Belly expands. Rib cage expands. Perhaps even your collarbones lift. And open your mouth and... Okay, hopefully you're feeling a little less overwhelmed and a little calmer after those breaths. If you need to pause this podcast and take a few more, please do it. Now let's start talking about your to-do list. 
You might have heard me talk about the importance of getting clarity on your unique priorities. It's one of the four C's to calming your inner critic. And maybe you've even worked through the core values exercise on the blog. I'll add a link in the show notes to the post if you haven't seen it yet. There's one really key thing to keep in mind when we talk about core values and to-do lists. Your core values are not society's values. They're something that's unique to you. So with that in mind, let's take a moment and objectively look at your to-do list. And if you've got your hands full while you're listening to this episode, don't worry. You can grab the worksheet for this episode at nourishnestbreathe.com forward slash P6. That's P as in podcast and the number six. I'll be including all of the questions that I prompt you with on that worksheet so you can work through it in your own time. Here we go. How many of the items on there are there because they're important to someone else, but not to you, or because you think they should be important to you? Grab your to-do list and something to write with. If your to-do list isn't written out, do it now. Pause this and please go write it down. You can keep it digitally or handwritten, but if you're relying on your memory for your to-do list, it will add extra stress and overwhelm because not only do you have to take care of each task, but you also add the additional task of remembering all the tasks. With your to-do list in hand, go through each item and put a star next to anything that doesn't authentically feel important to you. In addition to things that are important to someone else, but not to you, if you find yourself saying any of these keywords, add a star. Should. Ought to. Need to. Have to. Or supposed to. Now go through your list again and add a heart to anything you find yourself using these keywords with. Want to. Excited to get to, or looking forward to. If you're feeling some self-judgment start to surface, know that's totally normal. Those things with stars often carry a lot of emotional baggage. Before we keep working with your to-do list, I want to share a story. I came home from running errands with a few plants I rescued from the clearance shelf at a local big box store. This isn't something special. I regularly show up with yet another plant that needs a little extra love. When Adam saw me walk in the door, he responded with, Oh, more plants? Okay. And I cheerfully smiled, clarified they were outdoor plants, and then invited him to smell the incredible fragrance they have. Adam doesn't understand why I keep coming home with more plants. Because a passion for gardening, both indoors and out, just isn't his thing. It's mine. And that's totally okay. While we see eye to eye on a lot of the big things in life, we also each have our own passion projects. Having unique priorities and core values is what makes each and every one of us interesting. We get to learn from each other and to discover new things we would not have otherwise explored. Identifying your core values and then finding ways to build your life around them is how you create a life you're excited to wake up to each morning. Part of that process also means identifying what isn't one of your core values. 
The exercise we're doing with the to-do list is a micro-exercise in identifying your core values. It's helping you recognize where things feel in or out of alignment. Now let's go back to your to-do list and review each item with a star. Look at the item and ask yourself these questions. Is it really necessary it happens? Either at all or as frequently as I'm trying to do it? And is there someone else who would be as qualified or more qualified to take care of this? If the answer to the first question is no, consider giving yourself the grace of either crossing it off your list entirely or adjusting your expectations of frequency. For instance, if you're sweeping the kitchen floor every night because that's what your mom did, ask yourself what would happen if you did it every other night or maybe even every third night. If the answer to the first question is yes, and the answer to the second question is yes, delegate it. When you try to do something outside your zone of genius, it takes more time and energy than it would for someone who feels passionate and interested in it. Are you struggling to make dinner every night, but your partner loves to cook? Can you delegate cooking to them? Perhaps prepare dinner together? Maybe trade tasks so you're taking something you'd love to be doing off their list and freeing up time for them to cook. Get creative. Finally, if the task is necessary and there isn't anyone who would be better suited to the job, it's time to focus on a mindset shift. Think about the why. What is the benefit of doing this task? I don't clean the house because I like to clean. I clean the house because I love the way it feels when the house is clean. Focusing on that feeling makes it much easier to do the actual task of cleaning. Check out episode two of this podcast for more information on focusing on your why. Okay, if you've gone through this exercise and your to-do list still feels overwhelmingly long, take a few more slow, deep breaths. That's totally normal. If you learned at an early age from family, friends, school, or society that something should be important to you, chances are you've built a mountain of stories and beliefs on top of that value or priority. So when you're doing this work, it can sometimes be hard to determine what to put a star next to and what to add a heart to, and then what is actually necessary or delegatable. So here's one more filter to pass your remaining to-do list through. Is there anything on it you never seem to take action to make happen? Maybe you've been carrying a task from one list to the next for weeks, months, or years. Or maybe you're having trouble explaining why an item is important to you. I was working with a coaching client recently, and one of these beliefs came up. She introduced it as aligning with one of her unique priorities. But as we dove into it more, she realized at the root of this priority, something was out of alignment. Instead of being a priority, it was in fact a myth she's accepted up to this point as truth. And the magic question that cracked it open? I asked her if she was on a deserted island, would this thing be important to her? You could also ask yourself if you moved to a different country, would this item still be on your to-do list? The reason why these questions are so powerful is because our unique priorities are all about intrinsic motivation, whereas the expectations from society, our family, and friends are all about extrinsic motivation. Often those two things overlap, and that's great. 
But if you found yourself in a world where no one else expected anything from you, what would you expect of yourself? Try going through the remaining items on your to-do list with these two additional filters and add a question mark to each item that you can't say yes to. Again, those questions are, if you were on a deserted island, would this be important to you? And if you moved to a different country, would this item still be on your to-do list? Then run each item with a question mark next to it through the first two questions again. Is it really necessary? And is there someone who would be better able to take care of this? Now you get to the fun part. Hopefully the bulk of your list is now filled with items you've added a heart to. Take a moment and look at that list. How do you feel seeing a to-do list full of activities you're looking forward to? Chances are the overwhelm has started to shift toward excitement. That's the power of aligning your to-do list with your core values. Let's go back to my story of the plants. One of my core values is creating a home that feels like a big hug when I or anyone else enters. Filling it with plants, indoors and out, helps me achieve that feeling. Another of my core values is leaving the world a better place than I found it. Growing my own organic produce, composting our food waste, and creating a biodiverse environment in the gardens all help bring me into alignment with that value. So where Adam just saw a few more pots of plants, I felt myself aligning with my core values. If you want to explore this work more, check out the link in the show notes to get the full core values exercise. And if you'd love additional support in working through your to-do list, identifying your core values, and figuring out how to bring your life into more alignment, I'd love to help. You can set up a no-cost discovery session with me using the link in the show notes and we'll identify a few clear action steps to get you started. Grab the worksheet for this episode at nourishnestbreathe.com forward slash P6. That's P as in podcast and the number six. I'll add a link to it in the show notes. Thank you so much for joining me today for this episode. Please hit subscribe wherever you receive podcasts. If you've got a question that you'd love to hear addressed on a future episode, please submit it using the form on my website at nourishnestbreathe.com forward slash podcast. I'll include that link in the show notes. And remember, living your best life isn't about changing your life. It's about changing the way you show up for your life. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of Solicited Advice to Live Your Best Life. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to leave a rating and review wherever you subscribe to your podcasts. Your rating and review makes it possible for other people just like you to discover this podcast. And don't forget to check out all of my free resources at nourishnestbreathe.com forward slash resources. I'm sending you a great big hug. You've got this.